Last time on Exiled, Killmonger went to challenge T'Challa for the leadership of Wakanda, but as the fight was rigged, Wendigo stepped in, ending the match with an order for Killmonger's execution, while Dr. Nemesis and the other members of the Freedom Legion escaped their cells. Meanwhile, on Gold Dab Omega, Jean and Warlock have agreed to train with Angela to fight in Mr. Claw's tournament. Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled. Hi, I'm James. I play a Wendigo. The indefinite article is important because should Luke ever kill my character, I will either a quit the show in a huff or two just come back as a new Wendigo because there can be many and have been many. In fact, even on this very podcast, the, the Wendigo I'm currently playing is Francois Frank Lartigue, a Métis fur trapper and hunter who was forced to succumb to cannibalism in the Canadian wild and was cursed to become the Wendigo, a large, white, furry dad. Who sometimes eats people. And you can find me on giantbomb.com, uh, user Leesk. I'm Jen. I play Amora the Enchantress. She's an Asgardian goddess and sorceress and the head of the exiled organization. Um, and I play Warlock, who is a good techno-organic space boy who uh, is both a robot and an alien. I'm Kaylee. I play the teenage time-traveling Jean Grey of the X-Men. Oh, and I'm Devin, and I play Dr. Nemesis. Uh, he is a former Nazi hunter turned scientist for the X-Men. And I'm Luke, your game master. So you are now in the circle with the Freedom Legion, a small number of soldiers from it, and King T'Challa, who has been tripped by Wendigo. Bashenka Killmonger is on the floor. He has been getting beaten for the past five minutes. The judge is calling for the death of Killmonger and there are trained guards and the Wakandan high council who are in the bleachers around this circle. Bleachers isn't really the right word, but I can't figure out what well, no, the they right came word up, would be. They came out from the wall. This is taking place in a high school gymnasium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T'Challa, I'm going to kick your ass in the gym today at three o'clock. Be there or I'm the new king of Wakanda. So, how are you guys reacting to this scenario? Well, do they know that I'm there yet? Just yeah, yeah. You you guys have come in, and you've seen and heard that uh, Killmonger's death has been ordered. Yeah, but I wanted to like sneak in. I don't care. I wouldn't just waltz in there, and be like, "Ooh, look at me! I escaped from prison." Okay, yeah, we can we can rewind. Everyone else is focused on. Ooh, Diet Coke! <laughs> I'm sensing it's Oh no. 
Oh, James, would you like to know that if you keep listening to Luke's version of Power, that he only has the babied censored version of that song? That makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> he started playing the full song for me, and it's just like, that's not how that song goes. Luke, fucking buy the explicit version. You're an adult. He doesn't say You're come like 25. 30? 27. A year older than that one. 28. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's old enough to own the explicit version of a Kanye West song. But swears make baby Jesus cry. And that's the fucking truth. I'm not sure that's true. We we can go into a tangent on the other really dumb stuff that I have purchased off of iTunes. Is that the way that we want to do this, or do we want to get back well, to... Let's save that for the vignette. Liberating? Yeah. Okay. So, you are sneaking in here. Uh, what is your goal with the sneaking? Well, if those guards are now, like, aiming their guns at them, I figure we should take them all quiet, like... So, you're going to have everybody spread out and try and take out... A number of the guards. Yeah. Especially Clock. He's got superpowers. Okay. Uh, well, roll to attack your two guards that you're trying to take down here. Meanwhile, I'd like to like position myself between uh, T'Challa and Killmonger and shout at the judge, uh, hey, 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 let's, let's slow our roll. I was just trying to keep, keep this on the level. We can continue this fight if you want to take off Bashanga's uh, cuffs. The judge looks at you and he's he stares at T'Challa who's saying, have him killed now. And the judge like has this like return of, oh, I, I should be standing up for like what's right i should be like at least lawful neutral in this situation not lawful evil and he refuses no there is a way that these things should be done and now roll your attacks yeah what are what am i rolling for uh you're using your gun yeah yeah so that's agility, agility. okay for shooting i rolled a 74 Listen, this is going to make Wendigo look like a real fucking asshole, and he does not know about this. I know. Uh, yellow, Luke. Okay, and then roll me for that knockout. 23. Okay, so you basically shoot hyperdermic needles, but uh, they do not work on the guards. The uh, armor that they have is a bit too thick, so they get shot but they don't really take any damage and they don't fall asleep. Fine, I want to stab them in the neck with my scalpel before they can get the jump on me. Oh, no. (laughs) Not yet, buddy. Not yet. So, like, some of the other guards get taken out because their people aren't told, or because the, uh... No, no, finish that sentence. Yeah, yeah, finish that sentence. Because the members of the Freedom Legion aren't total putzes. Dr. Nemesis fires his gun into the sky to try to shoot God. (laughs) It's a success. And it knocks him out. Luke, mute yourself for the next two minutes. God looks down and just has five different versions of Forge born into this universe. (laughs) 
The other team brought in a version of Jubilee, who's the governor of California, into existence. And you guys have created five more versions of Forge through your action. No, I didn't do shit. You you unilaterally created them. Don't put don't put that on us. Yeah. I'm putting it on Devin. I'll put it on Devin. No, James is sweet and innocent. You made Even that seems. Yeah, while yes, I am a pure and effervescent delight. It seems a little unfair to put that on Devin. He didn't do anything. Also, I would like to point out, you didn't mute yourself for two minutes. He shot God. Yeah, and God should turn the other cheek. <laughs> the other cheek is create forge. I don't think that's... Times five. And it was, has Wendigo noticed all this happening? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, sh- oh shit! Oh, oh god! Oh go! Okay, I didn't, I, I didn't do that. Uh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. Uh, I would still like to have things go by the books. The uh, judge touches you and tries to move you back. Yes, let us all settle down here. We shall do this the way that it should have been done in the first place. And uh, Nemesis, did you bring along the key to the cuffs with you? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to give it so that uh, Killmonger can get free? Yeah, sure. Well, I have to ask because you could just be a total jerk about it. I'm going to be honest. If the judge hadn't listened to Wendigo, Wendigo was just going to tell T'Challa that he challenged him to a fight and then step on his neck. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so... Bashinga is uh, out of the cuffs now, but he is beaten, and he he looks to Wendigo, and he says, Francois, do you think you can uh, take this fight? Yeah, 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 I think I can. So you have to say, I challenge you, T'Challa, for rulership of Wakanda. Uh, I challenge you, T'Challa, for rulership of Wakanda. And I step on his neck. Uh, roll me a fighting check. 97, motherfucker. <laughs> it's in the red. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's He like walks towards you. You slam him down. And you, he doesn't have a head anymore. So, so, so this, uh, I should have asked in advance. This was to the death, right? The judge looks horrified at basically what him being merciful has led to. Oh, I'm so glad I rolled well there. I always, I roll, I always roll those, those 90s, those ones in the high 90s when it's really, really funny to do it. His uh, father chose not to kill the people who challenged him. He simply exiled them. But I, I, I suppose you are the king now. Once once you have done the rites of passage. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Killmonger gets up. He, he brushes some uh, T'Challa off of him. That was... Uh, uh, you, won't, you are going to do very well in this fighting tournament, my friend. 
But uh, yes, the the king of Wakanda is also the Black Panther. And no, no, no. I feel like that should go to a Wakandan. If you would like me to take that position, I can do that. Bajanga, would you be the Black Panther? If I can survive eating the heart-shaped fruit, yes, I can be. Hell yeah, I believe in you, buddy. And uh, so there's a like brief montage of him and you going into the actual necropolis. He eats the heart-shaped fruit. And because he's got good intentions and he wants to do well with the country, he is uh, uh, able to assume the mantle of the Black Panther. Man, I can't believe that this is the one time that uh, uh, destabilizing an African nation uh, turned out turned out for the best for that African nation. Yeah, man, did I just do good colonialism? Yep. I want to make it clear. I immediately, like, I immediately made an actual Wakandan the leader again. So, not actually colonialism. He could just be a puppet government for you, though. No, no, yeah. no, I'm leaving. He can do whatever he wants. He's the he's the rightful king. And uh, while they're going through this private ceremony, what is Dr. Nemesis doing? Bleeding, mostly. <laughs> no, Failing his psyche tests. No, I kick ass at the psyche tests. It's all the other tests that I do bad on. You've just studied all the answers. Yeah, I want to go to what's... I want to get some Wakanda technology. Fill my pockets with them. So when you are heading into the labs, you walk in and you see a blonde-haired person who is uh, moving things and shoving them into a hole in space-time. And as he sees you come in, he jumps into the hole himself. And it vanishes. So a lot of the technology in here has been cleared out. I still grab whatever's left. Yeah, yeah. There's there's weapons and stuff, and we can figure out some of that later. Yeah. And Dr. Slay and Anome come in, and they're also very excited. And Dr. Slay looks over this technology and just says, God damn, is there another train again? There's another train again. Dr. Nemesis also goes to find more pills to once again further the opioid crisis. He's, he's prescribing them to himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do find uh, a better uh, healing uh, room in the medical center. But uh, like Dr. Slay and Anomic. Back to tank. Yep. Uh, Dr. Slay and Anomic come in to the science room and. They look at stuff and say, this is all such crap. I guess this is what happens when you have uh, bad science. What a weird science. Uh, that leads into sexism and your brother gets turned into a weird monster. And then eventually you get a like TV series for two or three years. Yeah, the TV series is pretty okay. Don't get me wrong, it still mm-hmm. wasn't great. No, but it was, like, generic. It was one of those things that I watched on Fox Family slash ABC Family for a while. I mean, listen, it had Michael Manasseri in it. What would I know him from since then? Wings. 
Oh wait, never mind. Since then, uh, you guest starred on a bunch of stuff. I think you wouldn't know him from other stuff. Uh, anyways, it also had John Mallory Asher. You wouldn't know him from anything else either. Anyways, it was a good show. Yeah, it's my creation. It is the final week before the tournament, and you both have gotten done with your training for the day. And Angela has gotten, like, released. Uh, she's being, like, trusted enough to have an actual room in the castle. And instead of, like, being stuck in the dungeon, and you notice that, uh, like, coming in to check on her, she is staring at the window and moving and making weird arm gestures. And Jean and Warlock, you have both entered in without knocking Warlock because knocking is still a bit of a unknown concept and Jean because you were trying to stop Warlock and did not do so in time. Oops. And Angela quickly turns away and uh, looks surprised. Oh, uh, Jean and Warlock, how are the two of you doing? Super. Glad to hear it. Uh, we've only got a week until the tournament, so that should be good, right? I hope so. I hope all this training's paying off. You and me both. So, uh, what 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 brings you in here tonight? I look down at Warlock. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for dropping you in a sudden yes and. <laughs> so what uh, we so we we're we're we're. Where are we, and why did we barge in on her? <laughs> uh, Warlock barged in because uh, Warlock just wanted to see how friend Angela was doing. Okay. Self just wanted to see how you are. Are you okay? Uh, yes, I, I was just looking out at the night sky and uh, thinking. Uh, I, I just haven't seen my partner in a long while. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling all too well. Would Jean have uh, talked about Sam Summers with uh, Angela at all, or um, maybe vaguely hinted at it? Uh, do you have your own love back in your home universe? Then not quite. She, she's part of another universe, one we visited very briefly. I don't know when I'll see her again. Honestly, would you? Would you move the stars to see her, to see that she is safe? I would, Angela. Can I... We've trained together for a long while at this point, and I know you know that Sarah, my partner, is up there. I, I fear that there may be a strike on the base, and I've tried to warn her in my own ways, but I'm not sure she's received the message. Mm. Is is there a way you can find a way to get a message to her or to find if there is going to be some sort of strike against the base? Do I think that I could do something like that with transmitters? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we're like very excitedly jumps to action uh uh what what uh what message should self send 
Uh, I, you're able to do this, Warlock. Hmm. Self has all kinds of technological powers. Uh, then I just let her know that I, I, I fear before too long there's going to be a strike against the Kree base and let her know that I, I, I miss her. How is my sort of um, um, encryption abilities here? You're uh, shapeshifting? Encryption. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, you like briefly fritzed out there. Uh, let's do a uh, let's do it as a reason check. That is green. Uh, yeah, that is uh, higher than their check. So you're able to send a unencrypted message. What exactly does the message say? Um, well, it just sound it does just sound like warlock saying zeros and ones over and over. Um, hmm. uh, but it, but it'll be converted by the time it gets there, probably. <laughs> um. But like, what does the converted message say? How does Warlock transfer that data? I I believe he repeats exactly what um, uh, Angela just said. Okay. Like to to the including ums and <laughs> says, "Uh, just tell her that." <laughs> but it has a message for Sarah at the beginning and at the end says. Um, hi, hope you get this. Love, Warlock. <laughs> so, after, like, five minutes or so, you get a, uh, ping back. And it's a, uh, message from the Kree base. Sarah is no longer here. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Request for clarification. You uh, ping it back and the uh, message just says, cease all communication for time being. Mission in progress. She's not there and they don't want me to send them messages anymore. Some, uh, some mission is in progress. You, like, both look at Angela and her eyes, she, like, turns chalk white for a second and runs over to the uh, window that she had moved away from so that Warlock could transmit out. And, uh, everybody, roll me a quick uh, intuition check. Green. Also green. Uh, so it's a bit hard to exactly see what uh, Angela has, like, immediately pinpointed and then you see like red lines starting to expand from this small shape that was up against the darkness and these like lines start forming this massively intricate as guardian symbol of well neither of you really speak as guardian but if you did you read the symbol for destruction and the symbol like forms up behind this figure which is sarah and she starts channeling this massive magical energy blast that starts cutting into the uh, city outside the castle. Ah. Well, that doesn't look good. 
So she's attacking uh, the graces. She is uh, attacking the uh, like okay. planet and the people on it. Friend Angela, what is what, what is happening? I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure she's here to rescue me. Which it's not going to work out for anybody. Uh, can you break these cuffs? Can I? Oh, she's asking both you and well, Tell me about these cuffs. Serene, if you want to take a crack tell at it, feel free. about these cuffs? Can I pick a lock? Can I... Uh, can I over- uh, they are made out of can I can I like overpower them? Uh, they are partially made out of magical Uru metal. So I mean you can try, but it is going to be very difficult. Can I try to telekinetically smash them? Uh you can try. Do I roll for telekinesis? Yeah. Uh oh. Well, that was a sixteen, so I guess <laughs> Try is all I can do. Yeah, you. you no, we you, cannot. You try, and it glances off. Ah. Do you have something else that you think might be able to get through? I mean, warlock, you you can also roll to try and shape shift and get into it, or uh, do something else to try and get them off. I mean, how how do how do how do they work? How do they like expand to what they're holding? Because then I could try and add width uh yes so it's sort of like a solid block of metal that is wrapped around her hands and like she can move them to a certain degree so she can do things like stretch and like pick things up without too much of a problem but if she tries to move them too far they just stop Mm -hmm. going is it something that he could take them, like like take her place in them? Uh, like you try and replace her hands in the cuffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Roll me a uh, roll me a shape shifting check. <sighs> That's yellow. Yeah. So you're able to like wrap your hands around hers. She pulls her hands back without a problem. And then you just like retract your hands and they drop to the floor. Woohoo. Good thinking warlock. Let's go. So you, uh, have gotten her out. She grabs her weapons and the uh, three of you run out. Well, actually, she's going to jump out the window. Hell because yeah. Because that's how Angela do. And she's Let's like five floors up. So we're yeah, going to grab Jean jump out as well. And jump out. <laughs> I'm going full mech. I hope I'm still in that mech suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, pop, I pop you into the mech seat and we go. So you like land on the ground and then... Is Warlock making like uh, 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 sounds as uh, uh, he no, runs? No, uh, he's a magical girl, Max. So he's making um, sparkle noises and <laughs> sound effects. And um, yes, yeah. So uh, like the two of you fall, or well, I guess the one of you inside the other 
follows Angela and she like jumps up into the air and knocks back Sarah. But as you're like uh, witnessing this, the all the lights are on. There's a emergency warning uh, going off and all of the guards are noticing you chasing after Angela. And uh, one of them says, halt there. What are you doing? Can't talk. Saving people. And then are you going to try and get around them or? Yeah, I'm just going to run over them because I'm a mech. Uh, give me a agility check with a plus three column shift. That is um, green. Uh, as a like formal wall, you just step over them by making your legs really uh, long for a second. Oh, they're already long. Yeah, yeah. But like long enough to step okay. over a entire person. Yeah, Sarah has stopped her attack. But you notice that there is now uh, lots of loud noises going on. There's a lot of havoc and commotion going on here. So what are you all? What is your goal going to be now? Uh, find Angela and see what she needs help with. Okay. So Angela is a bit further ahead. She and Sarah have landed on the ground and they are embracing each other. There's Sarah's got tears. Angela does not cry in this situation. Or ever. Uh, so are you just approaching them? I mean, let's let's role play out the scene. I fling my hands up. Friends, you are okay. Oh, Warlock, uh, you, you, you too didn't need to follow. Sarah looks somewhat surprised to see the two of you and then sort of sighs. I suppose I should have known that you two would keep an eye on her or at least run into her. What? Why are you still here? We are going to fight in the tournament. Well, maybe not now. Imagine I have like anime spiral eyes after being carried around inside Warlock's mech suit. The Kree weren't necessarily happy t- waiting for further news, and we hadn't heard from anybody. So they, well, we, I thought I heard something had happened to Angela. So I, I, I maybe a bit brashly decided to intercede. We're glad you're okay. Uh, at least for now. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what are we going to do, though, about this, she says, and more of the soldiers are starting to surround all of you. Hmm. I guess we might have to fight. Friend Jean, is our plan completely blown? Mm, it looks like we're kind of nerfed, yeah. It is not self's fault that we failed the mission this time. Angela turns to you. Well, I assume if we knocked out Superior and uh, installed some new leadership, we could still send in representatives to that big fight that you need. Hooray! A plan! What could go wrong? And with that, a big old energy cannon seems to erupt from the ground, pointed at the Kree uh, satellite base up in space. And it starts to charge with red and green and blue energy. 
Wait, the this is charging from the the Cree base towards the planet, or vice versa? No, no, it it erupts from the it erupts from the ground towards the Cree base. That's bad, right? Generally, giant lasers are not the best thing. Just checking. Don't do that. And the uh, opening isn't too far away. And there are not directly guards in the way. So Angela and Sarah start running and they say, well, let's at least stop that cannon for now. Good idea. Heck yeah. And uh, the four of you jump into uh, where it is charging from. And we'll see what happens next time. So we get a montage of like technology and training that goes on because there's about a three-week period before the tournament on Mr. Claw's Island is going to come up. So in that time, we also have some moments where Francois is helping to set up some better rules for a... uh, I don't know, what type of government is he going to work with uh, Killmonger to set up? I mean, I'm mainly just the facilitator. Uh, The Wakandans are deciding their own system of government. An external force deciding a system of government would be colonialism, and Wendigo's not down for that. But offering... Some different options. I mean, I don't. I don't. Some they, ideas. I don't know work. their traditional the culture and how they would move forward. So, I mean, Wendigo is genuinely taking a pr- a pretty hands off appearance, or, uh, or other than you know enforcing Robert's rules of order. <clears throat> okay. Second. So they move back towards a small parliamentarian system but they dissolve the position of a single uh, leader uh, chosen hereditarily and instead plan on a series of elections for all of the positions so that all of the different districts of Wakanda are accurately represented in the government. And for the first time ever, democracy works. Mm Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time in Wakanda. And, yeah, things have actually settled down. And eventually, like, uh, Dr. Slay is able to find all of the information about Mr. Claw and the tournament for you. And the big problem that they are running into is, well, it was the Wakandan government that was doing business with Mr. Slay, not the Freedom Legion. Me and Mr. Claw. Yeah, sorry. Who's Slay? It was Dr. Slay. There's lots of four-letter words. The problem is they don't want to keep on doing business with someone who is illegally dealing or who was legally dealing with the trading of vibranium, which is a resource that they'd rather keep control of and not have distributed into the system because of the immense destructive power and the immense amount of value that it has. So that's going to be a problem that they have. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure they'll work through it. Mm -hmm. 
So your being sent to the island to represent them in this fighting tournament may also be the last thing that they do with Mr. Claw, though if you're going to shut down his entire empire, that is less of a problem. I mean, they're mostly there to rip dudes in half like phone books. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good point to wrap up this episode. We'll be back next week. So we open up inside the white void that is the Danger Room's base setting as Warlock is accompanied by friends Daniel Moonstar and Doug Ramsey. So, Warlock. Hello. Uh, we, we, we kind of want to show you what you should eat and uh, what you shouldn't. So, we're going to try and call up some food to let you know what you can take energy from and what you can't. Okay? And this this is all going to be hologram, so you can't actually eat any of it. Ah. Hopefully. But I can eat it. Mm-hmm. But I can't. Right. I may well, eat it. What we're going to show you. But I can't. Well, these are going to be these these are going to be holograms here. So these aren't real. But you can eat their real equivalents if we say that's fine. Ah. Okay. Yes. Self-comprehends. So, uh Danger, uh, danger room. Bring up a generic human and a uh, holographic Professor X and his wheelchair pops up. Self knows self can't eat Professor X. <laughs> yeah, that's right, buddy. Uh, Danny, do you want to go and give it a shot? Okay, I make the danger room uh, call up an image of a cute little house cat. This is a cat. This is for petting, not eating. I I pet the cat. Uh, danger room. Pull up uh, Zabu from your files. And the cat transforms into a massive saber-toothed tiger. Beep. If this is uh, attacking you, then you might want to eat it. But if it's not, then it's a friend. And you don't eat friends. Friends are not food. Uh, Query, self read in yes. a picture book about prehis- uh, prehistoric animals that saber toothed tigers do not currently exist. Is this correct? I think that, wouldn't you? Well, that's what the government wants you to think. But that's because they're hiding the fact that the Savage Land exists. And unless you know how to talk to computers like I do, buddy, then you otherwise can't get to the deep web where you can find out the truth about the Savage Land. Uh, so Doug is one of those computer guys. Will Self and Doug uh, tell Self about the dark web more? Can Self eat the dark web? Uh, yeah, so Warlock, you know how there's good humans and or how there's some mutants who try and hide their powers and some mutants who use their powers openly. And sometimes the ones who use their powers openly, even if they're doing good are thought to be bad. Yes. But self shouldn't eat those either. Right. Right. 
So sometimes those mutants, like, you know, the X-Men, they're thought to be bad even when they're good. And that's what the dark web is like. It's like the normal internet. Except some people think that it's only used for bad things and want to shut it down because they're willing to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Sulfur and Doug know so many things. Mm-hmm. Well, I I just read a whole lot of stuff. I'm good at reading things. So, uh, let's see. How about a bicycle? Can you eat a bicycle, Warlock? A bicycle is not organic material, and therefore a self cannot. That's right. Dandy, you got another thing? Danger room. Bring up. Shit, what's something funny? <laughs> Uh, Danger Room, bring up former U.S. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Barbara, it's you know. <laughs> I'm in hell. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. <laughs> Self cannot eat it. It is a person. Now, here's the thing, though. Actually, that's what the government. Yeah. That's not what the dark web says. See, actually, Ronald Reagan is a lizard person. Lizard people. But if if lizard people are people, should self eat them? Well, that gets into the question of how much you value the life of a lizard person. Because they're part of a secret Illuminati group who's seeking to control all mm. of humanity. Like the Hellfire Club, except even more secret and less sexual. But Self does not want to eat sentient <laughs> intelligent beings. Well, you don't have to, but you could. Mm-hmm. Remember, lizard people don't have souls. Self can eat lizard people. Okay. I have to make a note on my character sheet now. <laughs> hang on now some friends taught me some bad ideas (laughs) I'm making notes Warlock's doing a lot of growing up today (laughs) and also he's becoming a much worse person Again, Warlock doesn't have to eat lizard people. Okay. He just uh, can't. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a tricky one for you. Danger Room, bring up a tree. And there's a tree that has like beautiful red apples on it. Can you eat these apples? Apples are fruit product of organic plant. Should self wait until they are not on the tree to eat them? Well... You can typically just pull them off of the tree and eat them if they look big and ripe enough. But self should not eat them if they are not ripe. And you should especially not eat these because these are red delicious apples and they're bullshit. 
Doug throws it on the ground. Self does not think self has a sense of taste. (laughs) Trust me. I would not steer you wrong. Self is using the the phrase eat for for uh, ease of communication. Self is talking about absorbing life glow. Sort of looks between the two of them to make sure we're all on the same page. I know. Okay. Uh, danger room. Bring up the tree of knowledge. Can you eat this fruit? Negative. And a uh, tiny snake appears on you. Negative. Self cannot eat as well organic. It is fictional. A uh, snake appears on your shoulder and says, It's cool if you do. I don't know, Warlock. That snake is saying it's pretty cool if you do. Well, self wants to be cool. And that's how they trick you. By making you think that knowledge should be forbidden, you should listen to that snake because it wants you to learn more. This is like taking a really dark turn. (laughs) (laughs) Is Doug Ramsey a Satanist from my. (laughs) Doug's been on the uh, dark web a bit too much. Yeah, I'm just looking at him. He's got to make another note on my character (laughs) sheet. He's like, you know what? Don't listen to any talking animals, Warlock. (laughs) Trust me, I know. Snake is trying to offer you something, it's no good. But what about Rain? Rain can turn into a wolf. Well, Rain's a mutant, not an animal. But would you say that she turns into a mutant form then, or would you say she turns into a wolf form? A mutant wolf. Very important distinction. Warlock tries to eat the digital apples while they're conversing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You uh, eat one and it, it explodes and you see a pixelated 100 points appear as you cause it to disappear. And this is where I learn the the sound. <laughs> Doug and Kitty got that programmed in. Bringing it all back around. Mm-hmm. Everything is canon. Well, I think you've learned a pretty good lesson. Is there anything else you're confused on whether or not you can eat, buddy? Uh, self got in trouble for eating uh, organic food materials in fridge uh, coated in some kind of plastic. Uh, Self does not know why. Organic what's in the fridge? It was a square organic item uh, covered in plastic with something written on it in pen. What did it say? He he stops a moment to think. to, To like process written language for a moment uh uh rain oh buddy that's that's rain's food if you have something that you want to store in the fridge you put your name on it and then other people know not to eat it cut to uh like a uh a day later where there's just like five apples with like warlock's name sort of like cut into them (laughs) Like, sharpie directly onto the apple. <laughs> There's a banana. With- and Warlock writes with, like, a backwards R. <laughs> it's just a sandwich in the shape of oh. Warlock. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and scene. People can find me on Twitter at, at least L E A S K. And that's about it. I don't don't have much more going on these days. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverGen, and you can find my artwork at StreetOverGen.com or on the cover to this podcast. You can find me on Twitter at RaunchRaunchRaunch, and you can find my writing on WomenWriteAboutComics.com. I'm Devin. You can find me online at FredOfet, and you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Q with Game Master Luke. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at at Coltrig, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at LukeHair.com. Exiled is a listener-supported podcast, where for as little as $1 a month, you can get early episodes each and every week. That is possible. You also get invitations to backer special episodes. And uh, coming up soon, we are going to have a special award for $10 or more backers. You can find more about us at xoutpodcast.com. That has links to our Patreon, to our image galleries where we have our covers and our fan art and everything else that you might want to see. See you next week. Thank you.